Welcome back, horror fam, to Just the Tip with T and A. I am A, and that is T. Hi. <laughs> and as always, we are here to share with you the strange, the unusual, the outright horrifying news stories from the darkest corners of the interweb. How are you doing tonight, T? Um, I am. I'm doing pretty well. Uh, I, I I feel successful tonight, and I'm looking forward to uh, starting up with uh, a thing that we talked about last week. You're feeling successful tonight? Yeah. I had Popeyes. I had some Popeyes chicken, so yeah, I'm feeling real successful. So uh, let's get into this. So last time we met, uh, we finished this. We finished the day on a story that wasn't even the story. So we were actually talking about the restaurant industry in Oregon suing the government about the restrictions, and then we went on this tangent about the COVID the COVID nineteen vaccines that are coming out. So let's just get in. Let's just get into what what you heard. You heard that. Somebody. I heard that, uh, multiple uh, people were indicating that we should be giving the unte the totally tested vaccine to the African American and uh, Native American communities first because they are stating that those are the ones that are suffering um, from from it the most. They have the most amount of spread rate. They have the highest death rate, and is is what we read is what okay. I brought up. I said that, and I had mentioned that, hey, we need to look into this more because this is something I remember looking at it. I didn't look into it deeply, but I heard that you were able to uh, deep dive so, into this so, a bit more. Yeah, let me tell you what I found because um, – so this story broke. So Melinda Gates is where this started. Melinda Gates had an interview over the summer, um, actually. This was a while ago. This wasn't very recent. And the article was published, and it ended up on Facebook. And as we know – Facebook is really good at headlines and freaking people out. So there was a I'm headline telling the, <laughs> telling the truth. It's the only news source Donald Trump approves of. Um, so this article was going around on Facebook of all places. And if you read the article, you would understand like there's a whole context to it. But the, the big headline on this article on Facebook that was being shared with millions of people was that Melinda Gates wants black people to get vaccinated first. And as you probably can assume, there was a huge response um, from the black community, from people of color, from just anybody that knows the history of America and testing and medical testing on non-white people. It's kind of a horrible thing. We'll get into that in a minute. But um, so it really isn't as bad as it sounds. Yes, she did say something to that effect. But here is the actual quote from the I found the original article. Um, this was from Reuters on 615 of this year. So here's what she said. This is quote. The first people that need this vaccine are the 60 million healthcare workers around the world. They deserve to get it before anybody else. Then you start tearing. Answering the question of who has the highest need for COVID-19 vaccines after healthcare workers, Gates answered, in the U.S., that would be black people next, quite honestly, and many people of color. They are having disproportionate effects um, from COVID-19, meaning that People of color, black people are getting it um, at a higher rate than non people of non color, <laughs> white people. Sorry, T. Um, and it's true. It is true. 
Uh, we are getting more, I, I exclude myself from personal color, right? We are getting infected at a higher rate than our white counterparts, much like we're getting incarcerated at a higher rate. We're not getting to that right now. So that's the quote. So she did say, first and foremost, healthcare workers need it, but she thinks that it should go to people of color or people of need because that's, and that's her trying to be a humanitarian. She's trying well, to do the right thing. I get it. But the way that it was presented and the way people started arguing and talking about it is that Melinda Gates wants to test this vaccine on people of color. Yes, she said it. Yes, she does want to prioritize people of color. And the reason why it was such a big deal for us, I think the reason I started freaking out and the reason that you were upset when we talked about this last week is because of what we as a country have done to not only black people, but indigenous people, Asian. We've done a lot of what you maybe don't know, maybe you do know, a lot of medical testing on others, not white people. So here's just, I don't want to get into this because this is just the tip. We don't want to get too deep, but here's two experiments that I really want you guys to think about because this is something that is one of the biggest reasons why people were so upset and why I was so upset when I heard this news from T last week. So the first thing, in 1932, we had 600 black men entered into a study that they had no idea they were into. It was called the Tuskegee Study of Untreated Syphilis in the Negro Male. These doctors took 600 black men, they, inje <laughs> they injected them with syphilis, they infected them with syphilis, and then they didn't treat them just to see what it would do over the span of their lives. And not only did they not treat them, but they went out of their way to A, make sure that they came back for non-treatment so they could write down the results every week, but they also made sure they didn't get treatment for it. So if they were thinking about going to see somebody else, another doctor, or they were thinking about taking another medicine because they were just being given placebos, that, that study, those doctors that were in charge of that study would not allow them. They wanted to see it through to the end. They wanted to see syphilis all the way to the end in black men. That's fucked up. And just so you know, when all that shit came out, when everybody was aware of it, when that, that study became public knowledge, black men obviously stopped trusting the medical community. If today, based on, based on statistics today, men today, black men today live 1.4 years less than they used to live prior to this news coming out, prior to the study coming out, because they have a deep distrust for medical, medical procedures, um, doctors, all that stuff. They actually will not go to the doctor as much. It's it's a study. It's true. There's statistics. Black men are very distrusting of doctors because why, we why, fuck why, them why, over. Every single time after that, it would be because that's it's not okay. Not only did it impact 600 men's lives, which is it, everybody. It, it impacted anyone they the slept. Higher one. Any children oh, yeah. that they any. It, that has had untold consequences, which has namely impacted the black community. They targeted black people. Um, but you yeah. said there was Pretty I, I think the other one you're going to. So bring that up, was but. the first study against men and syphilis, and it was bullshit. And yeah, like T say, there's there's things that we don't even know that it affected, but it affected a lot. The second experiment I want to bring to your attention, if you haven't heard about it, this was back in 1845. So the so-called, and he still considers this, the father of gynecology, the father of gynecology, the one that everybody goes to, oh man, this guy had all these breakthroughs and how we take care of women and how we treat diseases and whatever, and pregnancy, all that bullshit. Still credited with all that shit. In 1845, he took 14 slaves who were black, obviously, for four years. Four years he had these women. 
and all he did was fucking test out gynecological procedures on them for four for four fucking years. And you know what the fucking thing that pisses me off the most? And this is something that we're going to continue to talk about, probably. He didn't use anesthesia because it was very common knowledge, and it still is to some point, that black people just don't feel pain. Or they don't feel pain to the degree that white people do. Okay? It's fucked up. He didn't give them any anesthesia. He was cutting in them, grinding them, pulling shit out, doing all kinds of fucking weird shit that we do now, safer, that we know now because of him. But here's the lasting effects from this study. Okay? Today. Black women are three to four times more likely to die during pregnancy or pregnancy-related illnesses. Today, doctors in school are implicitly being told, it's not explicit, it's not written on the walls, but it's implicitly being taught to them. If you fucking ask them, one out of four doctors is going to tell you, yeah, black people don't feel pain like white people. They have thicker skin. It's literally been taught into them. That they don't think that black people feel pain. Therefore, there are more complications because they're not being treated appropriately when they go in to get help. So not only do we fuck up black men for, for no reason, we fucked up black women too. Mm-hmm. And that's why we shouldn't fucking trust Belinda Gates giving the vaccine to black people first. And that guy's name is still known. That guy's name is still used. It's He's, still He has fucking statues! He has fucking statues! Yeah, his statue should be taken down. His name, his name should be struck from books, and it should just be like, thanks to some awful human being, we learn stuff. We're not going to get rid of what we learned because it it's helped. But this guy is an awful human being, and we shouldn't. Um, to go back to what we were talking about uh, of the vaccine, there are two ways to think about this. One, it's the, the test. They don't know how long this vaccine lasts, which means that's how little of a time that they've had to test this is they don't even know it's time frame that you will be immune for days, weeks, months, years. They don't, they haven't tested it long enough for that. Um, side effects. When you're getting a vaccine, you're basically being given a dead form of the virus and it allows your body to attack and learn how to fight it off. Basically. We don't know all the side effects from COVID. There's new and more our last show, we talked about new side effects that we're learning about. So on one hand, this experiment feels like, hey, let's just test it on this mm. community. Yeah. The other thing, though, is, so if we do it a, oh, it should be on a first come, first serve of who has the most money, first off, they're going to start pricing this like they price diabetes medicine and start skyrocketing. So normal people are having to die because they can't afford their needed medication that uh, socialized programs created, I can't see a, a, a situation where I'm not doubting capitalism here. Yeah, well, I not, agree. Yeah. It's, it's, it's lose-lose. Like, I feel like, I don't, I don't know a lot about the Gateses. Like, I do know that they have a lot of shit ton of money, and they have their hands in, in uh, the World Health Organization and all that shit. Like, maybe their intentions are good, maybe they're not. But there's plenty of uh, stories out there that say their intentions that, that say are, they're not. Yeah, that, that say those are huge conspiracy theories. I don't I don't even No, we I, don't have time for that. We're just the tip. I think first and foremost, healthcare workers, if we have something tested, tried and true, that's going to work, we should be giving it to them because they're the ones that are most at risk, period, no matter what. One of the reports I read was that someone else suggested that we focus on the people who are sacrificed. I mean, um. Not sacrificable, <laughs> that other word. Where we have to work. 
um, such as, so obviously the healthcare. You mean essential. You don't mean sacrificial. You mean, I know it happens. It's a slip of the tongue. Yeah. But uh, healthcare workers first, they're, they're right in there. But one of them I read was then we should be looking at the workers at um, retirement homes. We're looking at the people who work at uh, fast food restaurants. I work at a fast food restaurant. I've been coughed on. I've been spat upon. Mm -hmm. I've been, I've had people coughing into their money before they try to hand their money uh, to me as, and I'm a manager, so go me, white guy. Um, anyways. Um, I, I don't know who is being treated the worst right now, but in my head, it's the 7-Eleven. It's the convenience store people. They are being treated like they are literally the servants that you walk on. They are so treated like shit. And the number of people I've seen walk through the store, pull their mask down so they couldn't cough, and they cough straight on the food, and it's just like, yeah, the next time you buy Twinkie from one of those 7-Elevens, get some antibacterial soap, because that guy behind the counter who's working there by himself, which is already a more dangerous job than police, because mm-hmm. they get robbed and threatened with violence and shot more often than add the oh, I'm the only guy here, I'm black, and now I have to tell this white guy. And, now they're, and they're not allowed to fight back like the cops yeah. are, so. <laughs> yeah, anyways, like, that guy is now expected to also go around and spray that entire store with disinfectant. Yeah, it doesn't everything. happen. It's, it's not going to happen. I, I don't even want to talk about what I've seen when I'm coming home from my fast food restaurant at 2 a.m. and the people that I'm dealing with. And I, I totally think, hey, yeah, let's get those essential workers. Let's make sure they're there. But also let's make sure this works first before we work speed this out. Yeah. Before we move on, if you have questions about any of the things that we bring up in our perceptions of them or anything like that, let us know. Hey, I'm not sure if you have more evidence, let us know. We will gladly go back and say, hey, we, we were wrong or, hey, here's new information or, hey, this is a different perspective to view this from. We will go back and we're not going to we're going to post this at the start of this thing and not at a 11 p.m. broadcast when no one's watching. And we're going to say it under our breath real quick like Fox News does. Watch out for that shit. All right. But for real. All right. You ready for your very first really fun non-COVID related story? OK, ready. All right. QAnon aliens or just plain crazy. This is an article from Ricardo Marino in the Associated Press on 11 20. You want to hear more? I, I want to hear more. <laughs> so there was a three-sided, 11-foot-tall steel structure that was found recently um, by the Utah Department of Public Safety and Biology. It was actually you heard about yeah. this. It's the monolith. It's a silver it's monolith. It was, like they found right it on the 18th in the-, in the desert. Okay, what do you know about it? Tell me what you know about it, so I can tell you what I know about it. Um, that it's like, tw- is it 12 feet? It's 11 like- feet tall. It's 11 feet. Um, and then, yeah, outside of that, uh, apparently they were just all of a sudden, the guy in the helicopter was like, wait, we got to stop. What is what is that shiny thing? And uh, they just assume that it's an art structure of some sort. But okay. outside of that, they have no idea. So here's the weird part. This is why it's included. So it was just found, that, like TSA, they were flying over doing like a standard survey of the area in the Utah desert on the 18th of November. Okay, they saw it. They're like, what the fuck? And they reported on it. Um, and then crazy YouTubers, not YouTubers, but crazy kids, TikTokers, um, started like Google earthing and they found out that this steel structure has been there at least as long as since 2016, because if you go to Google earth, you can see it from 
from the Google Earth Cam. You can actually see it overhead. It's been there for a freaking while. It's like steel. It's like stainless steel. It's like a... Okay. I think of like uh, the fifth element, those little element things. You know how they're shaped like yeah, yeah, yeah. triangles? But it's really tall. It's lumpy tall. It's all silver. It's pretty. They don't know what it means. They don't know what it is. They actually went back to go check it out, and it disappeared. Ten days after it was reported, on the 18th of November, it disappeared. It was removed overnight. Nobody fucking knows where it went. It's gone now. How crazy is that? Was there a hole? No, there's nothing there. There's nothing there. It's gone. They just, somebody came, put in their pickup truck, and drove it off. Because it's Utah. I don't know. I assume they all have pickup trucks. Did you hear about it disappearing? I did not hear. Uh, last I heard was they had just discovered it. How fucking crazy. It's been there for at least four years. The second it gets any news coverage, it disappears. It's crazy. That's why. Is it aliens? Is it QAnon? Is it fucking crazy motherfucking backwoods, Bob? <gasps> That's the worst part. Because we can't even, now that we know that it was there, and we're like, what the fuck? We can't even, like, we can't even, like, investigate it. We can't even, like, fucking, like, test it, or move it, or open it, or just... Yeah. Anything. We can't do anything because it's gone. Why does and nobody it, know? It disappeared in the Utah desert. Nobody fucking saw an 11-foot monolith just drive away one night. Nobody saw that on the highway? No. How do you fucking get away with this? How do you just remove it and nobody saw it? That's, that's like, how? How does it disappear? It's the length well, of a car. That guy, that individual who took it, this human individual who took it. Oh, he's human. Um, okay, so he's not alien. He's caught in the Not This human individual who took it uh, would could have probably drove like 50 miles on a highway and not had a single pass by a single other person with where, where this thing is. It's it's not like in the middle of Las Vegas, you know? Okay, like, it, it is Utah, and there's nothing in Utah. I, I get what you're saying, but still, like, everybody knew about it. People were like... There were people who were, like, ready to go see it in person. They were getting ready to go see it, and all of a sudden it's fucking gone. Like, there's a lot of attention on this. How does nobody see this thing disappear? That's why I put aliens in there. They just <laughs> sucked it right back up. <laughs> well, also, uh, when I first read it, they're like, just like the uh, 2011 space, or 2001 Space Odyssey, uh, it's just this random monolith there. Um, so, yeah, they they... they when I first read the story, it was also kind of about uh, aliens there. Um, no, probably. You think it's just crazy, Bob? Yeah, cause Bob? because the, the people who would be, like, able to chase that don't live in Utah. They don't live in Utah. So they actually got to make some plans and be like, hey, Mom, I needed to watch the dog. Yeah, December 1st to the 3rd. Can you watch my dog then? Okay, cool. Click. All right. Uh... I got to get my oil changed. I got to make sure I have gas. I got to have, like, the people who were able to see this, they're not able to just jump in their car and drive there overnight kind of deal. So you think that nobody in Utah either cares or everybody in Utah is in on this joke and they, like, don't don't let the California come in and investigate. Move it now. Like, do you think it's a Utah I don't think thing? anyone in Utah cares. They're, they're too <laughs> busy. Uh... They don't give a Shit happens all the time. We always got alien bullshit. Damn commies. <laughs> Stop worried about Utah. Too busy going to their Mormon churches and praying mm -hmm. and stuff like that. That's the the others are just like, awesome. One of my neighbors is doing something crazy again. Great. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to my house. Like, I was out there 
tripping in shrooms in the woods, probably writing the next Bible. Like, great, fantastic. Like, All right. That's that's so what they're doing. This isn't some Mormon's conspiracy. This is just some backwoods Bob who's fucking around with the world, and he got away with it for a few years. Nobody fucking saw it. But what was the point of it, though? Why is it there? Is it an antenna? What is it doing there? It, it, it's just. It's an art piece. It's just like a Banksy art piece where you're not supposed to, like, say Banksy has a what a cop out, man. Yeah, it just means nothing. It's in the middle of nowhere. Nobody was supposed to see it. It was just there no, to no, be there, no, and then it, they found it, it, it and ruined it. Means nothing. Its purpose is that it's supposed to like make you be like, oh, what else is out there? Kind of deal. Make it because you know how many people are now on Google uh, Maps looking at like Seattle red, or Seattle yes, uh, like, satellite oh, imagery. I'm gonna find I'm gonna find the next weird structure out there, and I'm gonna find. Damn it, I forgot. There's a game where um you like are giving clues of for like going to the woods, and it's kind of like this piratey game, um where it's like you're giving clues and you have to find it, and you'll find like this little like bag, and you sign that you found the the treat. Um, God damn it, I used oh, to. Oh, I think really... I know what you're talking about. I think I know what you're talking. About. Um, it, it it's got like really a scavenger popular. hunt, but it's like for like a huge community of people, and you're not supposed to like spoil it for anybody. But when you find it, you just write that you found it, and you walk away. Yeah. I know what you're talking about. I heard about that on a podcast somewhere. Sometimes they got goodies, like you'll find a plastic dinosaur, and now you switch out your uh, a little jet, little plastic gem in there, and you like leave little prizes for people. I can't remember. I don't remember the name, but I know what you're talking about. So you think it's one of those? So maybe somebody did find it, and then they took it, and like, oh, I get the prize. It's been here for six years. But but the purpose, it's called geocaching. The purpose of geocaching is to get you to explore things that you wouldn't normally. Because some of those geocaches are just like, oh, hey, at the, in this trunk, there's something here. But some of those geocaches got me to find like abandoned, I found like an abandoned little, like, yeah, I I geocached for a while. And a lot of it's just like, hey, go off this off trail and you'll find like a pretty tree that's like doesn't look like the other trees kind of deal. But one of them was like, hey, you've now found a bunker, like a random bunker you wouldn't know about. And another one was like this abandoned little village that I found that was like abandoned in the 30s kind of deal. And you would find like an easy geocache there. Um, there it was big in Oregon. You have to have a cell phone and uh, well, you don't have to, but it helps if you have like a cell phone and stuff like that, because it would like you'd open up your program and be like, "There's three geocaches within five miles no, of you." Yeah. And then the the entire purpose of it though was so you would look Just more explore your world and get out. Yeah. You pasty yeah, and, bastard. And what's really interesting is you're using your cell phone. Which so many people like complain that, oh, you got your cell phone and you're just walking around staring at your cell phone, ignoring the world. Instead, you were using your cell phone to actually really see the world in detail. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I did a few uh, city ones and it's just like on the side of this building, there's a brick that's a different color than the others. And if you get there, you notice that the brick's actually removable. And it's like, when did when did that occur? When did this orange get brick get put in with the rest of the black bricks and it's actually removable like when did that and it actually got you looking around more and i i think that's what this thing was it's just so it's, <laughs> it's this art thing to make you be like hey what's really out there it's probably done by some guy who's like not enough people are visiting because oh, utah <laughs> utah desert let's get more tourists 
But then, I mean, but, okay, I'm with you on that. Um, and you, you saw the photos, right? You saw the photos of the area of it, it was. Yeah, I saw it. Yeah, it's beautiful. It's Utah. It's like they're fucking, it's, I mean, Utah has some pretty places, minus the Mormon areas. But, like, so you're saying, but if it's a geocaching thing, why would they remove it? Why wouldn't they leave it so everybody could discover it and continue on exploring the Utah desert? Because then it just becomes a, a sightseeing thing. It just becomes, oh, come to this specific area to find this. I think it's going to pop up in, I don't know how long, but someone else is going to find find it in a year or two, maybe four or five, to, because apparently that thing is okay. sitting there for four years. All right. So now it's it's like a big game. Like It's like if you find this thing, you have to move it somewhere, and it's going to go across the country somewhere. Maybe it's the same guy moving it or something like that. I don't. I don't understand rich people. All right, well, let's see if it shows up in another city. I mean, yeah. that sounds well, fun. Uh, if it does, then he's right. Yeah, it's going to show up like somewhere else. That's this beautiful area that more people should visit. But instead, we're so busy being on our computers, kind of deal that we're not going to find it. And I think that's the purpose of this. Is just there's a world out there to explore and see beauty and interesting things. And maybe it's a perfectly built thing. Maybe it's a, just a creepy ass bunker. Maybe it's a haunted uh, hospital kind of deal. I used to love exploring, like just go out and explore, have fun. That's I'm what glad, I think that is. I'm glad that you're taking such a positive like approach to this because I'm going to continue to think that it's fucking aliens or some crazy QAnon bullshit. I'm, I'm fine with that. And you go ahead and take that just enjoy the world go out there and discover it it's all a big game are you ready for your next story yeah i mean you're crying a little bit about that last one snowflake so yeah let's just move on let's just i just think it's i think it's more like (laughs) fucked up than you're you're making it everything so beautiful remember this is like bad news all right so the world is awful let's get back to something fucking horrible are you guys ready for horrible because i'm ready for horrible we've had too much like fucking butterflies and rainbows up my ass are you ready to go i didn't put anything up your ass let's go all right the next story is called do not dismember do not dismember this is written by austin Steele and justin lear a tried and true duo of news article writing from cnn on the 23rd of november this year so in atlanta yes it's, you know, it's all right. It's all right. Uh, in Atlanta, Georgia, we've had a very recent 100 sightings of this creature. Okay, I'm in. Tra- I'm in. <laughs> all right. It's carnivorous. Okay. It has a shovel head, and it's about one foot in length. Shovel head as in it's like... Yeah, it looks like a fucking shovel. It looks like an actual shovel, and it, it does shovel. It's functional shovel. <laughs> okay. So, this is a one-foot-long one worm, invasive species in Georgia. Now, it it hasn't, it's been there for a while, but it's become more prevalent um, as of lately. And the reason why people or health experts are a little bit worried is because it secretes something called tetro, tetrodotoxin. Tetrodotoxin. I don't know how to say this word. There's too many freaking O's in it. Tetrodotoxin. And if you know what that is, it's the same thing that blowfish secrete, and it okay. has like a it's a poisonous toxin. That's well, it's toxin, true. right? It it kind Don't of fucks with your that. nervous system. Yeah. Um. So, and here's the fun part: if you were to cut it up 
they had to actually issue like a public service announcement, like public service, public, like, hey, a PSA, don't cut it up. Because if you cut it up, it'll actually reproduce from the little segments that you cut it into. Yeah, like so, worms do. Yeah. That's not the way you want to get rid of it. Also, don't touch it because it secretes the shit that will make you fucking paralyzed. Um, so it's really cool. That, that's the story. Um, this creepy-ass worm is showing up more often than not. It's in Atlanta, Georgia right now, so it hasn't come to the West Coast. And uh, it's like a blowfish on land. And it has a shovel head. It looks really cool. It's called it's called the um, shovel head worm. Okay. I see this thing. It's cool, cool looking. I was really hoping this was a cryptid story when you first started, but okay. No, it's real though, but it does sound like a cryptid. Oh, the other weird thing is like his mouth isn't up here. It's like down in his belly where his belly would be. It's like halfway down the damn worm. That's weird. Okay, so it like so. disables you because it secretes that shit and then it like eats you. It yeah. doesn't, nobody has, has like said it's, it's like tried to eat human meat, but like. I wouldn't put it that far off. I mean, I feel like if you were, like, incapacitated and you were laying on the lawn for some reason, I think it would try to eat you. That's what I'm thinking. It's spreading, and partially because people are trying to kill it by cutting it up into a bunch of pieces, because... Surprise, that surprise. works every fucking time. If you cut me up into a bunch of pieces, I'm dead, but you cut up a hydra into a bunch of pieces, and now you got a whole bunch more heads that you got to deal with, so... And uh, you cut up a worm, and it just grows from those. Is it just the worm that does that? Because I feel like that's the only kind of animal that actually will grow if you cut it up. I feel like there's others. Um, I mean, a lot of plants do that, too. I know, but, like, plants aren't scary. Carnivorous worms that can paralyze you are scary. Yeah. <laughs> Even if it's a foot long. A foot is pretty long, actually. Yeah, no. That is a long worm. No, I don't want to run into that thing. Uh, yeah. But don't don't go to Atlanta, Georgia, because that's where he's living right now. Cool. I'm not going to Atlanta, Georgia. Um, they're having some voting issues out there, so yeah. Yeah, they're having a lot of shit going on, man. Just when you thought it couldn't get worse, now they got these toxic ass worms that are coming for your garden. I want to be honest. This scares me a little bit more than those uh those killer ornate fly things. I, I agree. Like, that I never saw, but I heard they were, like, here. Like, I've heard so many reports that they're, like, in Vancouver. I'm like, fuck, they're not in Vancouver. I ain't never seen a hornet in my life. They, they, they I ain't never seen a regular hornet in my life. They weren't that big of a thing. They were never a big thing. Um, So, yeah, uh, they, they, they were never a huge thing. But this thing, actually, I mean, on top of that, they're not that dangerous kind of thing like that that was totally a trumped up story but this thing actually i'm gonna look into it more see if it's I mean, actually like, a little bit scary um i mean i i would uh, just a foot-long worm is already kind of like creepy. it's kind of creepy right it's like snake like um i'm i'm like i'm waiting for the story to come out where it like it like paralyzed some old lady's hand because she was gardening with no gloves and she happened to pick it up and it like just all over her hand and she's like ah my hand that's what I'm waiting for that story. Uh, but this scares me because I don't like worms or snakes at all. They're, they're disgusting. And if it can paralyze me and then eat me, that grosses me out. The carnivorous yeah. thing grosses me out. I like yeah. my worms when they eat dirt. I don't like worms that eat meat or flesh. Yeah, yeah I, I, I have a fertilizer or a compost pile. I, I like the worms that are in there. And now the fact that, you know, if I was living in Atlanta, Georgia, and I'd have to be concerned every time I dug into my... Uh, Right? Is this worm looking for me or is it looking for yeah. my 
my orange peels. Yeah. <laughs> what is this worm trying? What are you after? All right, you ready for your next story? This one's fun and lighthearted. Okay. Yeah. Well, it no, starts it's... it starts really really sour, but then it gets it gets lighthearted. So, um, this is called the Animal Interstate. It's from K H O U eleven. It's a it's a news station in Tampa Tampa Bay on the twenty fifth of November. And it's actually another Utah story, but not a weird Utah story. Just a, like a hmm Utah story. So um, two years ago, the wildlife people and the um, transportation people in Utah started this program because they were having this issue on I-80. I-80 is an extremely busy highway. Um, and this is an area outside of Salt Lake City. So Salt Lake City being like the biggest city in Utah, I would say, like the most populated, like that's where you go. You're going to go to Utah. So they were that's having issues. Yeah, that's they were having issues with wildlife crossing into traffic on this interstate, specifically this interstate. So two years ago, they spent some money and they built an overpass, and they created this overpass that is specifically for um, the wildlife, and they try to make it all wildlifey. So it's like rocks and dirt and plants and fun stuff. You can imagine that. They did it two years ago, and they just released, like, the results from the last two years. And it turns out that it worked, and there's a huge difference between the traffic accidents and wildlife um, fatalities from two years ago versus where we're at for the last two years. So it's actually working. Like, the wildlife has adapted to it. They learned how to use it, and they're using it more than they are going across the highway, which is a happy story! Unfortunately, now ah. we have to kick the humans out because the humans apparently like to use that a lot. And it's like, no, it's for wildlife. Stop putting your nasty scents all over everything. Yeah. Cool. I like that. I, I've seen pictures of those uh, wildlife habitat bridges kind of thing, and I totally want to look into this again and see how it goes further. And I also know I'm totally never going to look into this, and there's probably not going to be another report on this unless I'm into... Um, like department of travel information or unless I'm like looking for this information, I'm not going to ever find this again. And, but like the story about the extremely toxic worm. I'll look probably, into that. <laughs> it's probably something that, that impacts people less than lightning. And this thing is probably impacting people actually on a pretty like just regular basis, depending on how many bridges they have and stuff like that. But I'm yeah. definitely looking back in more into the uh, scary, terrifying, probably never ever going to run into unless I'm looking for a uh, creature <laughs> than I am into the land bridges, which are really cool. Because horror sells more than wholesome content, like animals getting across the road without killing themselves. It's sad. Um, but I do hope that this catches on and more people are like, oh, look, we don't have to just keep hitting deer every day we could just like build them a bridge and then we'll never have to see them again and i hope they uh release like a good content report of hey because we built this bridge it saves us this amount of money from traffic accidents this accidents amount of and traffic from... and all that stuff i'm yeah i'm with you on this and i hope that other people do it i'm just glad that utah of all of all states was like putting money into a program and actually following up so now we have data. So now it's not like, oh, you fucking hippies want to build a bridge for rabbits. You're so stupid. No, it's like, no, literally, here's the report. You can save money every year if you just put some money into this one thing. Like, yeah. now it's like, here's the argument for it. I, I'm happy that that came out of it. Yeah. Like, that's cool. Exactly. 
and hopefully Definitely. other communities and other cities follow up on this. You know, I, I that really would do. Be... I really do. With the two years of research that Utah did, I really hope that we go somewhere. But you know, like you said, we'll see. I bet you that fucking worm's gonna get more cover. Yeah. Okay, you ready to get back into the weird and, and scary and funny and ridiculous? Actually, this one's pretty ridiculous. You ready for some ridiculous news? Yes. Okay, much like the Melinda Gates story, this one came out a while back, and I missed it, but it's, with everything going on in the news right now and the political spectrum, like, this is important, and I think you'll enjoy it. So, my headline for this is, hey, Russia bots, leave those kids alone. This is reported on EW, which is awesome. We love EW. That's Entertainment Weekly for you. Um, but MSN picked it up in October. But this story actually hit over summer. And I'm not really familiar with this because I haven't been a kid in like 30 years. But let me read you the story. So Nick, Nickelodeon. <laughs> Nick is a Nickelodeon. They host this thing every time we have an election year called Kids Pick the President. Have you ever heard of this before? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So they've been doing this for a long time. I remember when I was little that they did it, but I totally forgot that Nickelodeon did this. I totally forgot this even was a thing. But apparently this year, when they did it, <laughs> they had some fraudulent votes. Oh my God, somebody <laughs> tried to fucking defraud the Nickelodeon Kids Pick the President contest so <laughs> who did they do you fraud it for who won <laughs> you don't want to take a guess I so, yeah. so the nickelodeon the, the, the dream team of, of it at nickelodeon figured out that there was some fraudulent votes going on when 4chan have you heard of 4chan by the way oh yeah 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 i i, I think i heard of them 4chan is actually the birthplace of QAnon, if y'all don't know. It's also um, where a lot of strange conspiracy theories are born. But anyways, uh, a lot of... I, I want I to go back to 4chan real quick. Oftentimes okay. it's a joke. Oftentimes the stuff they do, it's just like, ha-ha. Yeah, they, they do it like, ha-ha, wouldn't it be funny if people believe this? And then they start talking about it like it's real. And then, all and then people, people believe it. <laughs> It's true. It's a self. What is that? A self-fulfilling prophecy? Yeah, 4chan is where like internet trolls fuck around, talk some shit, and then dumbasses fucking fall into and go, "Oh my god, this is real. Godzilla's in Kansas. Are you serious? They said it on 4chan. It must be yeah. real." Anywho, um, so 4chan users. So uh, Nickelodeon IT guys were on 4chan because they heard some shit was going on with their election um and on 4chan they found a, a discussion board where people were literally talking about how they're going to cheat the nick kids pick the president by fucking fraudulent bot votes they were like bragging about how they made this bot to vote for do you want to guess the the candidate of choice yes it was all for trump there was 130,000 bot votes for Trump, and they were just talking about it on 4chan. Like, haha, wouldn't it be funny if Nickelodeon kids picked every fucking fraud? So the people that are crying fraud today and every day since the election actually did try to defraud the Nickelodeon kids. They're defrauding children, motherfuckers. 
130,000 votes, fraudulent votes for Trump. Not the first time Trump has uh, defrauded children, though. So <laughs> It won't be the last time, either. So, anyways, they kicked out the 130 fake votes that they could confirm were fake, and, of course, Biden actually did win, um, based on our children. Children of America, thank you. We appreciate you. Thank you, Sorry that fucking ratchet-ass troll human males and females of MAGA persuasion decided they were going to fuck with you for no fucking reason. Like, kids didn't say, fuck with us. Got nothing to do with you, man. Kids, Nickelodeon kids make the president doesn't have any sway over actual results. Yeah. Yet they fucked with them to fuck with them. That that kind of stuff was funny when it was like, uh, who do you think? What do you think we should ha uh, have our uh, zoo name our our new kangaroo? And people would be like, Mr. Stinky Face, and Mr. Stinky Face would get like a hundred thirty thousand votes from a bot, and then like the number two option was. Uh, Optimus Prime, and then the number three option was Fred, the adorable kangaroo. And like, but like the first two options of these like random like, what should we name our kangaroo at the zoo or oh, stuff like that? Yeah. And yeah, that it was funny when it was that kind of stuff. Like, oh hey, let's see how we can influence these stupid little things. Like, it was cute, it was funny. Okay, Mr. Stinky Face is probably not the best name for the zoo's kangaroo, but yeah, know what? I guess it won. But now that it's what it's trying to do is really it really reflects what is happening in America. It's so fucking simple and so fucking stupid. But it's also so very um, it's, it's very sinister, though, because mm -hmm. it's trying to tell kids like, hey, this isn't actually the popular vote. The actual popular vote is that Trump is the better person. And it, it would actually influence a kid to look more into Trump. And that's what a lot of the this sinister stuff, and I'm not going to say all of 4chan is that, because a lot of 4chan is just the, let's do a kangaroo Mr. Stinky face. Yeah, no, I think it's but some of it is like just this, <laughs> what, what, let, let's just joke about something absolutely awful and start a conversation. And uh, it's just a silly joke that we're asking children to ask if it's okay to call uh, the guy who does uh, mows your lawn and <laughs> ask him if he's a rapist. Right. That's that's totally it's totally okay if his children are dying. It's like I mean, okay. if you don't know what 4chan is, um, it's just like un it's like Twitter or Facebook but without like no rules. Like you could say anything you fucking want, you can discuss anything you want, you could be anonymous, nobody has to know who you are. And like like you said, it usually starts as somebody was like making a joke or trolling just to be funny, and then idiots, idiots get on it. But they're, they're intending to be as awful as possible and you know what i like a lot of shock culture i think a lot of shock culture is funny but it becomes no longer funny when that shock culture starts it gets a little bit real it, it gets really it's not, real like, it's not about shocking people anymore it's about actually doing crazy shit and like thinking that's like that's okay it's like it's acceptable now to say racist shit it's acceptable now to kill people and to talk about it. It's acceptable now to raise a lot of money for a fucking person that decided to go across state lines to shoot people who were protesting. It's like, it's okay to do, no, it's not okay to do that. But it's, it's an environment, it breeds an environment that's like, it's okay. It's all right to hate everything and everybody you want to hate. It's totally cool. There's a lot of us out here. 
But 4chan was also the place that people were jokingly, and actually some went, to Area 51 in Naruto Ran. it starts a lot of fucking shit, but it's funny, and then people take the the wrong people. The problem is that access. Everybody has access to it. So it's just like, here's a silly idea, and then some fucking assholes get on there, and they just run with the idea, not realizing that it was a joke. But anywho. Exactly. That, That... but it's just one of those interesting segments that we went from, hi, it was, it's funny that uh, Nick had some, on one hand, it is funny. On the other hand, these are dangerous people who are Very able dangerous. to get their voice heard m- much more. The entire Russian bots thing, I don't know how much that, it, but it was, it created all these, it really hurt Hillary because Hillary's already a person who was significantly questioned about her dirty deeds kind yeah, of don't, thing i mean don't get me started on that 2016 dude but it, it, hillary it, it, got it, fucked in that it, whole thing it, and it, it wasn't even out. she didn't even it, do anything deemable for what was happening to her but those russia bots and it was russia and it was mm-hmm. facebook facebook and cambridge and it, and it was 4chan and it was like it's, uh, i don't know it just it takes it they take a stupid thing and they make it so much worse i just to stay off of that shit <laughs> Very quick to, hey, this kangaroo is Mr. Stinky Face to, hey, children, you should be thinking about Trump and listen to his words and how great of a king he is. Like, Yeah. And I think this – I really think this speaks to um, the supporters of Trump because, like, we're in this huge, like – I don't know what you want to call it. Like, it's just fucking – it's a circus right now out there. But there are definitely some, like – I don't believe that fucking election was right or it was there was so much fraud and like there's so much bullshit out there. And the fact that they would attack a children's content that was made specifically so we can hear what the children have to say. We can give them a fucking voice. And you trolls had to ruin it. You trolls had to jump in there with your bullshit agenda and guess what? You're all supporting one fucking douchebag. It's yeah. not surprising to me that it was Trump supporters and not Biden supporters. Yeah. It's not surprising to me in the fucking slightest that it's Trump maggots that are out there fucking with kids. Why would you fuck with kids? Like, what could you possibly gain? They have zero fucking control over anything. Let them have their opinions. Let them feel what they want to feel. Stop trying to control them. But this yeah. is just fucking stupid. I just, it's so dumb like that's exactly the person that trump is though that's he's a bully it's a bully thing to do yeah that's the 10th grader picking on the fifth grader it would have been a silly joke if it was like hey let's have hannah montana from yeah it was disney right pick another fucking random ass person and do that that would have been hilarious pick fucking i don't know pick bernie i don't know pick someone comical and silly and then just fucking make that thing don't fucking Half seriously, half jokingly vote for Trump so that he wins some fictitious fucking bullshit award. Like it's, it's, that's the kind of person that you are. I'm sorry. But if you are down with the maggot bullshit, you are the kind of person that would steal an election from children. Live with that fucking fact. Yeah. All right. I got one more story for you because we have been tangenting for a while and I knew we were going to tangent for a while. So I was making sure that we didn't go too far. I like this our tangents. I hope, I, I hope our viewers like our tangents, because that's what this this should just be called just the tip in a thousand tangents. <laughs> tangents on every fucking thing, which have nothing to do with the story. All right. Um, so this is called The Pandemic in Frankfurt Restaurant. This was uh, from Reuters on 112520. When Reuters does an article, they never, like, put 
the name of the person that does it. It's always like Ruder's staff. <laughs> they don't. Nobody wants to take credit. They're like, we all take credit. When you go down, we all go down. <laughs> so, uh, so this is called Pandemic in Frankfurt Restaurant. So this happened um, when their lockdown was started in Frankfurt, Germany. And in Frankfurt, Germany, they had a lockdown for bars and restaurants where they basically, it wasn't like our lockdown, which is kind of a bullshit lockdown. It's like a straight down, you can't go to a bar or restaurant, period. They're closed. So okay. when this happened, which was very recently, um, the owner decided <laughs> decided to buy a shit ton of stuffed pandas. And he took these stuffed pandas and some of them he put in different outfits and he just kind of put them all over the restaurant and posed them as though they were patrons. And then he put the lights on in his restaurant and he left. And the fucking restaurant's been closed for like weeks. But the re- the lights are on, the pandas are all fucking are just kind of staged like they're eating. Um, and then he put some bears that were hanging out at the bar. What do you think the bears at the bar were drinking? Root beer? Get with the times, T. What is the theme of the day? Why are we in a fucking lockdown in Frankfurt, Germany? Were they drinking, drinking bats too? They were drinking Coronas, motherfuckers. <laughs> All those Germans, they're really known for their humor. They're really known for their humor. So this guy was like, you know what? Here's the other thing that I love about Germany and and, and everybody else that is in America right now. Like, these bars and restaurants are all closed. Yes, they're closed for, I think, till like the 21st of December and probably okay. past that, depending on how it goes. But, like, they're still getting all this um, assistance from the government. And he was like, yeah, I know. You're closed. You can't make money. Here's some fucking money to keep you afloat so that you don't have to lose your fucking life's work that's awesome i appreciate that so the owner's okay he's not in like bad place right now so he did this because he knows that people are still gonna want to come by and walk by and he's like you know what it's really depressing right now everybody's fucking pissed about everything being closed and being locked down so i'm gonna do something really silly and he just fucking threw and it's called the pandemic because it's a bunch of pandas that's why it's called pandemic it's that's it's a it's a pun everybody (laughs) But uh, I thought that was cute. So he just, like, thought it would be really fucking nice and, like, lift people's spirits. People keep walking by. Apparently, he's been watching them. And they're, like, walking by just to see the pandas hanging out, pretending to be having this crazy party inside of this restaurant, drinking their Coronas, having That's their dinner. That's super cute. I love it. It's a very wholesome story to end, <laughs> to end yeah. on, besides stealing I... votes from children. Are you able to, like, put a picture of that up at the end here? Because... I think that would be a cute way to end. That's that's really. I'm glad that someone's trying to make a joke out of this, but in a, a lighthearted way. Of a, and it also kind of makes me be like, hey, this guy, this guy's a cool guy. I kind of want to support your business after this right? because you're still gonna have a business. How many businesses are closing? That people have quite a few. Uh, we live in Portland. Quite a few Portland restaurants that have been alive for that have been like the most popular restaurants have closed, permanently closed their doors because of this in the United States. And yeah. this guy out there, not getting anything. he's getting the money. So not only can he stay up, but he's, he's making, he's having and- a good fucking time. Like I appreciate, I appreciate this guy. I appreciate Germany for um, being one of the country, one of the many countries right now that are actually supporting their people. They're not just like saying, stay the fuck home and, you know, take care of everybody, but they're actually giving you the means to do it. They're not just saying, well, I, you work at McDonald's? Fuck off. I don't fucking give a shit. That's your choice. You made the wrong choice. This is America. You made the wrong choice. You should have gone to college and got a better job. Stay home. Be safe. Don't get anyone else sick. Don't see anyone, but still make money. Yeah. And still I mean, go to the grocery store to buy your groceries and, uh, 
still pay your rent to your landlord. Um, and still go to the doctor if you're sick. Still get tested if you need it. Like, yeah. don't lose any of that shit because that's fucking important. You're a human being. You deserve to be taken care of, especially when we're literally telling you you can't have a livelihood. We're telling you you can't have a livelihood. Therefore, it's our responsibility to make sure you don't fucking die. Yeah. America. But this guy's not a panda. Panda bar. I like panda bar. He's having a panda. He's having a pandemic at his restaurant, and I fucking love it. Um, the one thing I did want to mention is that here I did read a story, and I don't have any of the information. I just I just happened to glance on it. Um, and I I drove by it a couple times. There's a a bar slash restaurant that's in the Mississippi district that okay. has something called like a drag through, where I don't know what day it is because I haven't found them yet, but I've been driving past every night. Um. You can actually get takeout, and you drive your vehicle through this little, like, thing that they made in the street, like, where the parking would be, but it's just, it's just, like, their covered area. And they have drag queens from, I don't know if it's Darcy's or it's the other one, but it's, like, drag queens, local drag queens who are out of work right now because the bars are closed. Um, you can come pick up your food from a drag queen, and it's called Drag Through. It's really fucking cool. So That's cool. Go Portland, I, I, Oregon! As cool as uh, the uh, market is and the things that we're doing, it still ends in, like, capitalism is starving a bunch of people, and now we're trying to use capitalism to save it, but there's still a lot of these starving people. Yeah, no, capitalism is not the answer in a pandemic right now. It's worse, We're finding out that, like, this is probably the worst stance to take because other countries that are still capitalistic – have taken more of a socialist approach to taking care of their people during a time when the people need to be taken care of. Um, I think they're going to be better off than we are in the long run. Hell, just take the massive amount of profits that Amazon. Uh, oh God, won't, don't fucking start me. All the just just take the extra profits, not their normal profits that they obtained 2019 and continued in 2020, but just the extra profits that they've acquired just in the 2020 year and use that money. And that's more than enough money to take care of the American people. We have the most concentrated amount of people making X amount of money. Um, it's, I mean, I think Dubai is number two, but we have the most billionaires. It's fucking disgusting. Um, to say that when we're also, I feel like we're really shitty when it comes to like the homeless and, and, you know, poverty level or below poverty level population. For civilized nation, we're, we're one of the worst there. And then, uh, take into account that I'm working 60 hours a week and I barely managing. It's the gap between like the most well-paid versus the least well-paid or like the general population of the United States. It's like, it's fucking... It's insane. It is absolutely insane. If you really believe in, in in capitalism, if you look at those numbers and you're not one of the people that is in on the billion side, like you should be pissed off. You should be angry. You should be demanding that those fuckers are giving back to the country and making more social programs and making shit like college free and making shit like rent cheaper. Like we shouldn't be there's absolutely no re once you hit a certain I think we talked about this in another video but like once you hit a certain level there's no fucking reason for money money has no fucking meaning anymore like once you hit a number you're done there's nothing yeah. else you can possibly buy in this world you're taking care of the next 13 generations of your family's taking care like there's no fucking reason for you to be so greedy and again just taking the profits that go above the profits they made in 2019 
from these major corporations like Amazon and Walmart and stuff like that that are just reaping it in right now. Just their additional profits from 2020, and we have enough money to take care of all Americans in the United States. Mm-hmm. All Americans, yeah. not just the continent, and probably more, probably more than that. But we have enough money that I wouldn't actually have to go to work and get coughed on every single day. And I'm high risk. If I got, if I get COVID-19, I have bad lungs. I've had bad lungs my entire life. There's a high chance that I'll die. What? So I can make another billionaire richer? And I, I, I've had this argument recently and it's like, it's almost like it took me to like hit 35 before I made this like breakthrough. Like prior to that, like it's been ingrained in me that the more you work, the harder you work, the longer hours you work, the more successful you'll be. And that just means that you're a better worker and you're a better person. That's where you, that's where you should strive. That it's always been my ingrained. Like I was always that person asking for hours, asking for more responsibility, thinking that's what you were supposed to do. That's how you know you're a good person. It's not, that's not right. I shouldn't be working more than 40 hours a week. I shouldn't be working my ass to the bone where I can't even do anything on my day off. I shouldn't like, that's the mentality is like, I don't fucking care if you have the opportunity to work 100 hours a week. You shouldn't be striving for it. It shouldn't yeah. be ingrained. It's a me- I think it's a Hispanic thing. I think it's a low, like a middle class thing. I think it's like a low class thing. Like we think that that's what. It's almost like psychological. We're born thinking that we're supposed to work 12, 20 hours a day. We're supposed to work until we can't work anymore and we fall pass out. Like it's in our yeah. blood, and I, it's and, and- so weird to me. And that's something I always bring up when like people bring up, well, Jeff Bezos worked for his money. How many hours a day is he working? Because I'm working my ass off in a stressful position, making what is considered a great, anything over $20 an hour is considered a great freaking wage. How many, he has to be working 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And I don't even, I think it's like thousands of dollars an hour to make that. Like how, that isn't, it's not hard work that's gotten where he is. No, it's, no, it's not. He had money, he started a business, he invested it, and he treats his people like shit. I mean, Amazon, I mean, UPS is fucking terrible. Uh, FedEx is a little bit better, but they don't have the union, so they don't pay as much. I don't know. Anyways, Amazon is worse. And I didn't think it was possible, but Amazon is worse when it comes to pay and benefits than UPS (laughs) and FedEx. Like, they're the worst. And that's how he has his money. Because he's fucking over the people that are doing the work. It's not about, dude, it's not about hours put in. It's not about, you're so smart. You made such good. No, it's not. It's you were born into money or you got fucking lucky up your goddamn ass and you turn into a douchebag rather than turn into a good person knowing how it feels to be on the bottom. Like, no. I remember uh, looking into it of like all the self-made billionaires that were uh, declared and like none of them were, should be considered self-made in any way, shape or form. Right. Like one of them was um like Kylie Jenner or something. She's like, nope, no, hell no. I think she started her own business. She fucking came from the richest motherfucking most privileged family. She had an audience before she even had a business. Of course she's gonna fucking do well. She could have made ice cream. It would have sold like crazy. She could have made fucking shoe inserts. It would have sold like crazy. She already Mm -hmm. had that built for her. Sorry. I I think of them like Bill Gates was the only, and I don't even think it was like it was like Bill Gates was the closest to it, and it wasn't actually even like Bill Gates still had a decent amount of money. Was either I don't know his upbringing. I do know like he's very he's very intelligent and he did do a lot for PCs, but I don't know where like you said 
he could have had the best schooling. He could have had the best, like, upbringing that put him on the right track. That's the other part is, like, it's not necessarily what you know. It's who you know. And he could have had really good connections. He could be like, well, you used to work with my dad, so you give me $1,000 and invest in this, and you give me another. Like, he could have had those connections, you know? Like, it's yeah. Like Zuckerberg, like his dad was like, hey, I can either pay for you to go to this college or I can buy you your own McDonald franchise. What do you want? <laughs> what what do you want? And he decided to go to college, then drop out of it because he stole a bunch of ideas from people. And like, but he didn't actually do 10 bazillion hours of work at a decent uh, pay wage. Like you know that's what? not. That sounds like a really good series of like, we break down like the top 10 most wealthy uh businessmen self-made men and we fucking explain how they got to where they got it's a fucking system and it's a club and you're not allowed to be in and if you happen to break through it's probably because you're in entertainment or you're in sports that's the only real way to get in you have to fucking be a really good football player or you've got to be really fucking funny to make some money and get yourself up there but it's not you it's not made for us it's not made for most people it's it's like you can't you're not even playing the game yeah. You're going to make $20 an hour. You're going to buy a $300,000 house and you're going to spend the rest of your life working to pay off that house. <laughs> you don't make enough money. $20 an hour ain't shit. 20 should be like the very, like the minimum wage. I feel like $20 is minimum wage. That's how much it costs to fucking support yourself, to buy your, to, to live in a one bedroom or a studio house and to have food. Like that's $20 an hour, period. You cannot do it with less than that. If you're making yeah. that, you're not privileged. You're not cool. You're not super college educated, and you got a good no. You should make at least thirty if you fucking yeah. Anyways, that's that's uh. With that, <laughs> I forgot we had a show we need to close out, so we're gonna delete all of that shit. <laughs> this has been just the tip with TNA. Uh, we want to thank you guys for listening and or watching us. Um, we have a place where you can buy us coffee. Um, buy me, I buy me coffee. Buy me a coffee. It's What's it that, what my albino friend is trying to tell you is buymeacoffee.com forward slash PDX Studios, and and you can make a donation to us if you'd like to help us out after we talk about being poor <laughs> for twenty minutes. Or even better, you can buy some really freaking cool ass merch at our merch shop. I'll go ahead and throw that. Um, link down below because i'm not going to memorize the merch shop link yeah so support us give us ideas of other stories if you heard anything that we said that was um factually improvable wrong and not just that you're uh a maga head and uh, don't understand economy 101 uh feel free to <laughs> let us know and uh if you want to just tell us off i would also love for you to post because we would that love that i would love to, honestly i would love some hater comments because that would be fun to read i would love to read your hater comments so if you don't like us let me know if you don't like tj's hair i'm with you on it but let let him know tell him about it no, it's, looking a little, it's looking a little limp today you, you gotta get some volume in there you need some conditioner what do you need buddy you need, is it wet right now uh, is, it, is it greased up I I should uh take a little bit better care of it. I I've been like taking quick showers as opposed to like a long relaxing shower while I've been sick. I've kind of just been like, hey, okay, you got the sick hair. Yeah, it's it's totally fine. It happens to the best of us, but it does look a little limp, and that's probably because of all the extra grease that's weighing it down. Um, but yeah, if you want to talk shit, please talk shit to us in the comments. We'd love to we'd love to respond to our shit talkers. Yeah. It's like high school all over again. 
Um, yeah. Thank you guys for listening. If you're listening on uh, Google Play or Spotify, awesome. If you're watching us on our YouTube channel, um, hi. Good to see you. If you want to watch us because you're listening to us, I'm going to throw a link down there so you can actually check out our channel. But if you are watching us and you didn't know that this is a podcast that you can take with you in your car at work and annoy everybody in the office, uh, I'll put that link down there in the YouTube channel so that you can actually subscribe and take us with you. I, I'm, I'm done. I'm good. You're done? You're good. Well, I'm done. I'm good. Yeah, I'm still you. terrified of this worms. So I'm kind of still just... thinking about worms. God, I'm I still thinking about pandas. I want to get a panda bear now. I just want a big fat panda that just kind of rolls around my house. I want to go to that bar. I'll send you the picture. All right, guys. Thank you for listening slash watching. Uh, we love you, and we'd love to hear from you. So until next time. Bye.